Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Kyle Lowry. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And uh, who, sir, are you? You check my notes. Yep. Producer, Matt Duncan. How you doing, Fred? I'm doing very well and happy to know that you have brought your notes (laughs) check the linkedin check here we go yep you have a lot of notes (laughs) clearly i'm glad you got a whole book for that um i uh i hope you're not snowed in uh i'm not i'm not snowed in but it's a healthy amount of snow yeah, it's like a healthy amount. It's a bit of a weird start to the snow season. A lot of it's melting pretty fast, I feel like. I uh, used my new snowblower out there, and uh, yeah, it was feeling pretty wet. So, Yes. So was it a good experience? Yeah, you know, it was the first time I used it, and uh, it was great. Yeah. Snow flying it. everywhere, I bet, eh? Snow flying everywhere, slush hitting trees. Oh, that's good. I got, you know what? I'm glad you said the word slush. I got slushed by a car today. Oh, that's the Um, worst. On Dundas Street, Dundas and Bloor. uh, I got slushed. Oh, yeah. Shit pools at that corner. That's a pooly corner. Yeah, it was right across from the boxing gloves. Oh, yeah. I know exactly where that is. I walked across the street. I was pissed. And I got, because I got really soaked. And, but I was walking home. So I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Um, and I saw it was a black SUV and it pulled over to where all those cabs were. And I was like, I'm going to give this person a piece of my mind. And as soon as I got to where those like cabs were, there was three different black SUVs. Oh no. And they were all, I don't know. Like <laughs> they, I couldn't tell. There's nothing. I looked at the different passengers and I was like, Oh, that doesn't do anything for me. Just dripping with salt and you know, right. sludge. <laughs> yeah. And construction dust, construction um, dust. But, uh, yeah, we got a fun pod. Basketball's coming up in three weeks, man. It's pretty uh, crazy. So, yeah. Uh, you know, training camp, uh, you know, this like kind of very condensed, um, well, there's no summer league, but, uh, very condensed, um, uh, what are the practice games called? Preseason. Preseason. Thank you. Um, yeah, very condensed preseason. But uh, it's a, it's a fun pod we got coming up. We're, we got we got some good subjects and some nice laughs. Um, but if people want to, you know, find us on line or listen to us or give us a good rating or I don't know, perhaps buy a lovely toque to yeah. warm their head up. Yeah. Support us monetarily. How can they do all those things, Maddie? You know, we've got all kinds of stuff at our website, dunkspodcast.com. Stuff for you to click on the social media widgets, the podcatcher widgets, the Patreon widgets, the Sonar Network GIF. Uh, It'll take you where you want to go. Okay. And, you know, I just want to say if you did use our Manscaped code, 
in the month of November. Thank you very much. We don't know yet. It'll be interesting yeah. to see, but we'll never you, know. Maybe you can still use it. I don't know, you know, because it it was a sweet deal, and you need your ball trimmer or your ball crock cropper. Get in there, folks. <laughs> can't, I can never it's, say any of their products without laughing. It's December second, but it's not too late to get in there. You know what I mean? Hey, Santa Claus would want some ball duster, so. Go to their website, try the Dunks Pod code. Maybe it'll still work. Maybe it'll still bring work. But anyways, thank you. And thank you. yeah, yeah, please, you know, uh, we've got our Patreon. And you, if you want a toque, now that the snow is fallen, we do have Confederacy of Dunks toques. We are running low right now. So you mm-hmm. want to get these suckers in while you can. We have a Shopify we don't have a link to it, but just Google Confederacy of Dunks Shopify is going to come right Check up. It out. It's going to come right Google. up for first page Google. All right. Maybe your brother did that favor for us. God bless him. We'll never know. <laughs> um, also new hot sauce. So, oh yes, I got to come by and get that. Obviously check out the Sonar Network. There's a bunch of good stuff going on there as always. Yeah. Sonar Network, lots of new podcasts, always getting added. Lots of funny stuff on there. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for our pluggity plugs. Heck yeah. And, um, uh, just a heads up uh, to everyone listening. Uh, we're not going to be talking about the, uh, you know, Terrence Davis reporting to camp, obviously the Raptors and the NBA, um, will be sorting that out, but, uh, we will just kind of reaffirm on this podcast that we do believe women and no, man's reputation and or career will ever trump a woman's safety. Well said. Uh, and of course, uh, email your uh, city councilors, call your city councilors, Black Lives Matter, and uh, defund the police, folks. Yeah. But um, I think we're good to go. Maddie, if you feel if you feel like we're all set, please, sir, just give me the okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, we're about ready to rock here. I'm I'm super pumped to uh, super pumped to be talking Raptors ball. Only, well, I guess when people are hearing this, only 21 days uh, away from from actual basketball, which is, is hard to deal with. But um, I'll just get rolling with the guests here. Uh, guest number one, uh, I've I've wanted to have on the podcast uh, a long time ago, and it sort of worked out this week. Or sorry, I've wanted to have him for a long time. Um, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's amazing. He, uh, writes for Raptors HQ. Uh, he's on a bunch of podcasts and he's basically on, uh, a, a bunch of Raptors stuff you've seen before. I've seen him on CP24. Um, give it up as loud as you, as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone for Jay Rosales. Thanks so much for that intro. <laughs> hey man, no problem. Uh, thanks for letting me get through it. Like I'm, I'm a stutter machine, so that's it's just all good. Of- it's all good. It's all good. But uh, thanks for the the kind words, and yeah, I'm excited to to be on here. Thanks for for inviting me, and and you know, I echo your words. Is uh, I know that my the producer of, of our podcast uh, uh, over at That's a Wrap, Jason was was on this show before, and. Uh, I can't remember why I couldn't join him, but again, I'm happy to be here. Better late than never, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, excited to be here. Sweet, happy to have you. Uh, let's uh, let's get going on guest number two. 
Um, yeah, I've known him for probably like four or five years, maybe maybe even a little bit longer. Um, done comedy with him a bunch. He's a hilarious dude, an amazing improviser. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still like a major Lonzo Ball fan. Uh, maybe he's moved on to LaMelo. We'll see. Uh, yeah, give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Anthony Hall. Oh, yeah. Here I am, Anthony Hall. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. Yeah, uh, chilling. Chilling like a villain and uh, happy to be here to uh, add to my Sonar podcast guest count. <laughs> that's big. true. That's big. Like, <laughs> super, that's super coveted, like in in Toronto, if we're being honest, like people, people want those, those sonar counts. <laughs> Number 14. Here we go. 14. Wow. That's big. Time, <laughs> when you get to Canes, let me know, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's huge. Uh, Okay, let's um, let's just go right uh, into some Raptor stuff because there's uh, a lot to talk about, and uh, I feel like I'm always running out of time. Maddie, if you got uh, if you got a Raptor sting for for me, please just give me whatever you got. The best Okay, so I think the freshest thing in, in Raptors world, uh, in Raptors land that, that I know of anyways, um, is, the, uh, is the departure of, of Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Rondé Hustle-Jefferson. Uh, I wasn't sure if he was going to resign or even if I specifically wanted him to resign. Uh, I mean, he, he was a part of a lot of really amazing moments uh, throughout the year. Obviously, the Mavericks comeback was so, so huge. Um, and I've said on the pod before, during early COVID, I went on like a, a giant comeback deep dive. And he's been a part of some other huge comebacks. So he's one of those guys that really kind of just brings the energy, brings the hustle. Raptors fans know, you know, the, the JYD uh, I don't know if Damari Carroll ever earned the JYD 2.0 moniker he tried to give himself, but, but Rondé was definitely like a hustle character. Um, and uh, let, let me start with you first, uh, Anthony. Um, you know, is it is it a current guy we have on the roster? You know, is it maybe, is it a Baines or, you know, a, maybe a Bembry that's coming in? Who's going to bring that, that same type of Rondé energy? Like, not necessarily loose cannon, but that kind of that same feel you'd get when like Reggie Evans was in the game or, you know, someone who you just don't exactly know what to expect, but good stuff happens. Yeah. So I'd say like to be overwhelmingly positive about our additions to the team. Um, I think Aaron Baines is going to bring a lot of fight and hustle, especially uh, when he's going for rebounds. Yeah. We're just like, uh, like 5.6 rebounds a game. Um, but he does play with like sort of this like relentless energy. And the fact that we got him made me really happy and probably made the social media department of the Toronto Raptors really happy getting that Baines fan club with a 73.9 K follower count. <laughs> it's big. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also kind of excited about Bembry as well. Like I had not seen him play a ton 
but one of my memories of seeing him play was I saw him uh, with the Atlanta Hawks like a couple of years ago when they had Jeremy Lin because I wanted to see Jeremy Lin in the flesh. So I bought tickets yeah. to that game. As and, you and they like Lin and Bembry both lit it up. Like what I noticed about Bembry is he has um, fucking hops. Like he can, he can jump and he finishes at the rim like pretty well and has like energy offensively and defensively big time. So I'm excited to see those two dudes. And I think them together, their combined energy will replace the, the hustle uh, that Rondé left us. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great answer. Um, where, where, where are you at with uh, like, who do you think is going to be the, yeah, kind of like where the hustle Cape Jay. I, I love everything that, that Anthony said actually. And, you know, I'm kind of, I guess piggyback on that and and agree that there's there's going to be a part of that coming from Baines. A part of that is going to be coming from Bembry. Uh, I, one of the first, I guess, scouting reports that I read about Bembry is he's he's very much like a uh, you know an agent of chaos, similar to Rondé Hollis Jefferson. So in terms of look and feel, you can kind of look at Bembry and say, you know what, he he's kind of like an RHJ with a better handle. Uh, a better, better court vision. So, you know, whereas whenever RHJ was dribbling the ball, you were kind of cringing and and waiting for him to oh. a fall in the ground or <laughs> especially being, when he take it up. Like he'd be like, Wait, is he dribbling the ball up? It's it, it was mesmerizing. Like you you had this feeling he was going to lose the ball, but somehow stumble his way into a layup or something, and it was entertaining and frustrating to watch all at the same time uh, at least with Bembry his his chaotic manner is somewhat under control um, from a statistical standpoint I really do like the 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 mention of, of Baines here you know when we we as Raptors fans love watching Kyle Lowry take, take charges well Baines is right there behind him uh, number yep. while Lowry sitting first in the NBA in charges drawn per 48 or whatever uh, Baines is right there at number four uh, the screen assists are are higher than Ibaka and Gasol, so I think he's going to be sending these bone crushing screens to to open up the floor for guys like Fred Van Vliet and and Pascal Siakam to kind of run downhill. Um, and then loose balls recovered, he's somewhere in like the 90th percentile on loose ball recovery rate, which again is one of the top in the league. So. From a hustle standpoint, I, I like what, what Baines brings statistically, but I love what, what Bembry brings to the eye. Like the eye test, like I think both of these guys are going to be instant fan favorites when uh, when they hit the floor. You know, even if we don't have uh, the Scotiabank Arena crowd to, to kind of cheer them on, uh, I think that the fans watching at home are just going to love these two. Yeah, I think like I, I, I totally I totally agree with both you guys. And like one, one big thing I think Masai – and Bobby went for this off season was that grit and kind of like athleticism because you weren't going to be able to replace this cerebral, you know, veteran experience court savvy, you know, you're not going to get someone like Mark who's calling out the other team sets can speak multiple languages, ditto surge. So I think, well, actually, you know what, maybe, maybe I shouldn't sell Bain short, but um, I, I do think that we kind of like, are getting some hustle back as a collective. My, my like pick for one person for this, just for my, to answer my own question was Boucher. I, I think that that that's where Boucher is going to carve out more of a role for himself. Like he's already is kind of a hustle guy, but 
just with the confidence of the extra contract, I see him, you know, especially if the three is, is not a little bit better and he's not a, a little bit sharper, he's going to have to bring all of the energy he has every game, you know, make his fouls count, that sort of thing. Uh, Jay, let's, uh, let's stick with you. And, um, well, I don't know. I think we, we might bounce around a bit for this, uh, depending on who we agree and disagree on, I guess. But, um, uh, I guess I'll start with, uh, you know, saying that I not, not, not to, you know, foreshadow anything, but I do think the Kemba injury or knee treatment kind of affects my answer to this question. And I was, I'm surprised that it does, but, um, yeah, uh, without, without further ado, uh, who do you think is better than the Raptors in the East? Jay. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I actually, uh, posted my latest article for Raptors HQ went up today and I basically took the opportunity to slander every single East rival. And, <laughs> and as you should, as, nice. as I should. And you know what? I, I try to attack these things with at least some statistical background or some sort of uh, story behind it. And to be honest, the Kemba thing didn't even make my Celtics slander. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And, and that just adds to it. So I guess the short answer is, I guess I have to say that, you know, I guess out of respect to what they've accomplished in the regular season over the last two years, that the Bucks would, would have to be considered there yeah, outside of that. Um, I could, I mean, there are, bad things about every single East foe here. Right. And uh, it's kind of hard to say with any kind of confidence to say that any one of them are really that much better than the Raptors. Now, again, I got to, you know, give a little bit of respect here and say, okay, fine. Well, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised that that if the Bucks were to underperform this year because of their lack of depth, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami kind of came out the gate slow because they had the shortest off season than any other team. And they have, they, they rely on guys that are in their thirties now in Goran Dragic and Jimmy Butler and the corpse of Udonis Haslam. So ah. <laughs> there are things to, to not like about each of these foes. But again, going back to your question here, I, I, I guess I will just say the bucks. Um, but otherwise every team, you know, that there, there's going to be a clump there between two or three all the way down to six, it's going to be very similar to, to last season there where they're all kind of clumped together. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I think I, I, I was, uh, you know, anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I was, I was not one of the people who doubted the Bucks and was fairly surprised at how the playoffs went down. Uh, I thought the Bucks were awesome. I thought they were the best team um, heading into the playoffs. And I thought that, if the Raptors are, were going to make it to the finals, it would be through them. Um, but uh, yeah, again, I think the Bucks are going to be good. I think they're going to destroy the regular season. Uh, Drew Holiday is going to solve a lot of their issues. I think, yeah, depth for sure. Like, uh, like, you know, who knows with the playoffs, if Bud will finally make any adjustments or whatever, but there is a team, um, them in Boston were the teams that I was kind of like, I, you know, and not just because Boston beat us last year and I know they lost Hayward and got Tristan Thompson and that weakened them but I'm still giving I guess 
you know, trying to give like respect, as you say, to, to Tatum and Brown and smart and watching those guys for seven games and, and their development track. I think our guys have a fantastic development track as well. You know, OG Pascal, Fred norm is incredible. Um, but yeah, the Kemba injury until January, I think definitely for me, like, I, I'm not sure if it's Teague they brought in. Yeah. Wh- whoever Teague. it is, is not, that's not enough to like impose yourself on most teams. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm uh, the bucks. Um, uh, Auntie, do you want to, do you want to throw some cold water on us? Like maybe the Brooklyn nets, maybe the Sixers. Oh, well, I'm, you, yeah. you read my mind. <laughs> I? I mean, it's a, uh, it's probably the most basic answer that I can give you, but it's hard to ignore the Brooklyn nets with Kyrie coming back and Kevin Durant coming back and them still having, Dinwiddie and Lavert and them trading for Landry Shamit. Like, I think, I think they signed like, Harris too. I think. Oh, Beef Jerky Joe. Of course, they extended Beef Jerky Joe, who is, I, I think, a really reliable shooter, which uh, can hurt a lot of teams like the Raptors if we don't get our three in order and if we can't attack from uh, beyond the arc. Um, yeah, it's like you know, one of the best players in the NBA is coming back to a team that was already pretty good and made the playoffs. Like it's hard to ignore that. And I know they're going to probably be pretty good unless Kyrie is so toxic that not even KD can save him. Well, uh, I think there's a chance that might happen. No, I mean, like, you know, I, I think like my, my, my homerism is really being tested with the Nets because I feel like, yeah, like, you know, Jay was saying earlier, I'm like, we're well, trying to look at them practically. And I'm like, I love Steve Nash. I also love Dan Tony. Um, mm. I, I, I'm not one of the people who are like, who, you know, disparages Dan Tony for his lack of playoff success. I think he's a, you know, he's, yeah, he's had some high profile failures, but I think he generally is like a basketball savant uh, or close to, you know, maybe, maybe not anymore. But anyways, the head coach is Nash, who I think will probably be pretty good. Um, They didn't lose as many role players as I thought they would. Mm. And um, honestly, the big thing I'm still a bit unsure of is how, is if KD, is going to be, I'm, I'm curious what he'll be post Achilles injury as far as like a, a major impact on the league, like all NBA player, um, mm. just because that injury is so severe, but, um, and, yeah. and he's, he's 32, right? I mean, once these players hit 30 and that's, that's yeah. kind of the, the begin of the decline. So that is really, that, that, that's also a concern that I have. Um, and then, you know, Kyrie Irving has never played more than 75 games in any season. Like, obviously, that's not going to happen this year. But, like, the, the the I guess the theme with him is he, he usually does sit out games, right? And and then we, we, we haven't even touched on, you know, where's their defense, really? Like, they have Jordan possibly sitting there in the paint waiting to swat some things. But other than that, like, if they continue to start Jordan over Jared Allen for some ridiculous reason, then then they will continue to give up like 120, 130 points. That that's my big, Mm -hmm. uh, that's, I guess one of my bigger concerns outside of, you know, what you guys have already discussed, which is, you know, the health, but um, yeah, I just have way too many questions about Brooklyn. I mean, you're, you're, you're right, Anthony, in terms of like, they, the ceiling for them is, is incredible. Like they absolutely can, you know, challenge for an East final. It's just with all these question marks, I can't, 
I can confidently say I can I can confidently say that the Raptors will probably finish better than them in the standings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was debating whether or not I give the hot take of I think the Raptors would sweep them in the regular season. Woo! In the regular season, like they're gonna face each other three times, right? So <laughs> yeah. I, I I hesitate to say that. So let me just say that I think that at the very least the Raptors win two of three. You know what? No, this this is good because we're still fresh off of a championship and we're still, you know, we, we had a, this incredible seven game series against Boston. So well, we're good. We're still really good. And I think uh, Raptors fans should be confident, but uh, Anthony, who, who else did you have? Did you have the Sixers or anyone else? Or um, I did not have the Sixers. I just don't see them being better than the Raptors. I don't know. I just. I, I think they're going to be. I'm. I'm very interested to see the Sixers. I don't think they're going to be better than us because they have too much to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also wary of trusting um, Danny Green at this point in his career. Like, and I, like, he, yeah. He, Seth, want. Also, Seth Curry, I don't think is like the world beater that you know that Sixers fans expect him to be. Like, he's a guy who. He's fast. He's got the handles. And of course he is a Curry, so he can shoot. But if he's the starting two, like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. How, how do you guys feel about the Sixers this year or this upcoming season versus last season? Are they, are they better? Are they worse? Are they kind of the same? I think they're, I think they're a little bit better just cause like organizationally. Yeah. There's, there's more of a, I think there's going to be more of an impetus on, you know, playing sophisticated, like basketball, uh, and, and not really like, I, I, I don't know, but I, I, I was a bit wrong on Philly last year, to be honest as well. I thought they were oh, me too. going to I do had them, better. So yeah, I had them at number two, I think. And mm. I didn't think Horford, I was, a, I'm a big Horford fan. So to me, I, I expected, I didn't expect him and Embiid to gel so poorly. Um, but, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm a believer in Simmons and Embiid. Um, so I think with more shooters, um, they will roughly be the same, but I think overall better from just like maturity. What, what, yeah, but, what about you, Anthony? Um, let's see. Yeah. I, the only other team I had that, that I'm excited about is Miami, just because I thought that the pick that they got in the draft this year was like just perfect Miami development. Like the pressure. So is like, he's basically like mini bam. So like having like two of those guys is absolutely terrifying. And like Tyler hero is another year older and they still have Duncan Robinson, who is my favorite, like long white dude to watch. (laughs) So like they're, they're a team that I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to watching them, but I don't know if they're, better than the Raptors, but like it's close. I think it's close. Yeah. I I think it's all going to be quite close. You know, we're still, I mean, I I feel like I say this like uh, all the time, but we're still in a post golden state world where teams are working towards like stacking their teams, Mm. you know, after that, like it's, it's the, the whole complexity, the whole wheel broke when the Raptors beat the Warriors, I think. And I think even the, uh, the Lakers are in, you know, still in like, not in like a fully built complete mode. They're still building and gelling. Um, but uh, let's just, uh, let's, let's get a bit silly here for a sec. Uh, 
Uh, Anthony, I'm going to stick with you. Um, yeah. You know, I just feel like Tampa owes us something. We got the Jays <laughs> and, and the Raptors now giving them, I know the fans can't watch, uh, or I don't think they can. Um, but, uh, actually if they can, please correct me if I'm wrong, because I guess Florida might have more like different laws around that. But, uh, regardless, they're getting a lot of good sports content. Like that mini Jays year was pretty exciting. And mm. this Raptors year is going to be incredible. So yes. uh, I'm thankful it's in our time zone. Uh, other than that, I demand Tampa Bay give us something, um, give the city something of some kind as a thank you. I don't know if it's like a Statue of Liberty or something of that nature. <laughs> Um, hopefully it comes built obviously, but, uh, yeah, let, let's start with you, uh, Anthony. What, what do you think, you know, Tampa could do for us? A, ta- a Tampa's gift to Toronto. Huh? I was like trying to see if they had any sort of like signature food item or cuisine that they could, uh, enlighten the chefs of Toronto with, but it's yeah. not really anything that we don't already have. They have pretty heavy, like Spanish and Greek uh, and some like Southern food stuff and some Cuban influences. So like, you know, not anything that uh, we don't already have in Toronto aside from maybe Cuban, but I think the real deal Tampa Bay gift to Toronto, this will be for all of my uh, Maple Leafs fans is to bring Steven Stamkos home. Let Steven Stamkos from Markham, Ontario come back to the Toronto Maple Leafs and he can play with Johnny. He can play with Austin Matthews. Matt's loving this. I don't know if I am actually. Oh, oh, oh. I was like a 90 year old who got shocked in an alley just there. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Um, go ahead, Anthony. Um, yeah, bring him home. And I guess uh, if you don't, if Matt, you don't want to take on that big stamp coast contract, let's bring Etobicoke's own Sorelli back. How about him? Yeah, let's go with he's, that. He's, Someone with less crazy good, injuries. He's a good, serviceable, like, uh, third line center. Yeah. Oh yeah. He'd be solid, but we got big Joe there now, so he's going to have to wait a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> Max. Okay, Max. Leaf talk. <laughs> Leaf talk. <laughs> Don't make me punch Bob McCowan. All right. <laughs> um, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's like re- returning Canadians to Toronto. Um, free of charge, I assume. Yes. Uh, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Um, no state tax, no state tax. Cheers for when you visit Tampa Bay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, good. That's good stuff. Uh, Matt, I, sorry, I didn't, I didn't ask you to think of something, but uh, I know you love this type of question. So, uh, I'm going to go to Jay next, but if, if you got a gift, you think Tampa (laughs) could give us just start cooking. Sure. Um, Jay, what's, uh, What's something uh, real or imagined that uh, Tampa Bay could give Toronto? Well, I thought I thought the direction that Anthony was going to go with is, you know, he started to mention the Leafs. I thought, okay, well, just lend Toronto the Stanley Cup for uh, you know a good little while there. Uh. It's the closest, <laughs> the closest that Toronto's been to a cup in about forty years. But, oh, um, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'll, I'll go with another sport and and say just just the the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay in February. Just give us some tickets. You know, give away a few to Raptors or 
or a couple of uh, fans here in Toronto, just send over some tickets, you know, as, as a thank you, because we're giving you premium basketball there. And uh, just just gift us some Super Bowl tickets. That's practical. That to me is like a, that's a very modest ask. You know, that's practical. Like that to me, I hope somebody's listening and makes that happen. <laughs> because, you know what I mean? That's the least. Tampa, you hear that? We want Super Bowl tickets with vaccines as well. <laughs> You know, so we want to be vaccinated and we want to be on one of those blimps. Um, I don't know, around. No, actually, you know, screw the blimp. I want to be in the States. Uh, Matt, um, is there any any Tampa Bay gifts uh, you can think of? On, uh, I kind of put you on the spot a bit here. But. No, yeah. Um, there's something very important that I think would be very helpful to a teammate uh, on the Raptors. I would want... So Tampa, Tampa Bay's hero right now uh, is Tom Brady. And I want Tom Brady to share his secret with Kyle Lowry, whatever his meal plan is or what, so we can have Kyle playing into his mid-40s. <laughs> is he doing the, you know, the meat diet? Is it the, I, I know he's got a crazy diet and stuff. Share it with Kyle so we can sign him to like a, just keep signing him and signing him and he, you know, playing at a high level until he's 40. Tom Brady I mean, secret. That's the gift. That's yeah. Give us the Tom Brady elixir. <laughs> uh, we need it. Um, the spice. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe Kyle. Oh, just know. cumin or something. Yeah, or you know, maybe there's like a, a thing where he has a contract with uh, refs to appropriately deflate the basketball to his liking uh, <laughs> oh, for the rest of his career. Touche, you know? sir. Um, <laughs> thank you. Well, I feel like I got a lot of love on that deflate basketball joke. Um, things are all right. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna have the worst answer to my own question um, because. Uh, when I was looking, I think I went down the same uh, rabbit hole you did, uh, Anthony, because I was just looking for like Tampa Bay attractions and I kept seeing this thing called Bush Gardens. Oh, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Give us that. <laughs> Bush Gardens. The entire amusement park. Drop it on the Toronto Zoo. <laughs> Pack it up. Bring it down south. I live in the High Park area. Put some of it there. <laughs> Down to <laughs> the rest there. If there's more, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Have, have any of you been there to, to Bush Gardens? I haven't. Is it cool? No. I, I've, I've I been didn't there. go. And it's like at least twice as big as Wonderland. Like it is. Whoa. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't finish it in a day. I don't even know if I could finish it in, in two days or, or, or wow. three days. Like it, it's massive. So, uh, yeah, I would happily take that. <laughs> Okay, good. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So you know what? Give us Bush Gardens. Enough is enough. I don't know who the mayor of Tampa Bay is, but I'm sure he's listening to this podcast. <laughs> so good, sir. Get back to work uh, and with COVID as well. But um, yeah, make sure you send on Bush, uh, Bush Gardens to us. But um, yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to some NBA stuff. Maddie, I'm sure you've got some kind of beautiful NBA sting for me. So please, whatever you got. Give it to me. This is Adam Silver. Classic. <laughs> People love it. The Adam Silver tugboat. It's, uh, it's what everyone thinks of when they think of Adam Silver. When I was watching the NBA draft, every time it like the, you know, the, 
that sound it, it makes me think of Harry Potter. I don't know why. Like when the when Adam Silver when Adam Silver comes on with a new pick. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, the draft number, chime. The, yeah, the, yeah, the you know what? The draft chime. Thank you, Anthony. It, it, yeah. Um, but yeah, I can Matt, because of this podcast, I kept wanting one of those to be that sound. Like, oh, I've got that sound somewhere. No, no, I mean, I wanted Adam Silver to walk out to your tugboat. Oh, to the tugboat. Okay. <laughs> it, was a, it was a dream that couldn't happen. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's go to you first, uh, Anthony. Um, yeah, uh, I think there's going to be potentially a couple new playoff teams this year. But uh, who do you think is the most likely new playoff team? Like when you're looking mm. at the, the standings uh, or, you know, like whatever. Um, who's the team where you're like, okay, they were not in the playoffs last year. And, you know, I guess the caveat is that, or I'll say, is, is going to be in the final eight. So if they finish 10th and then advance, that's fine. But, like, okay. yeah, so, so a team that was not in the playoffs last year that's going to finish in the playoffs. I think I'm going to have to go with the team that was cheated out of a spot after being undefeated in the bubble, the Phoenix Suns. And that's because yep. of the additions that they've gotten. Uh, CP, Jay Crowder. I think those, those two guys are going to be just what the doctor ordered in Phoenix to help elevate Booker and Aiden. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch them. Like they're going to be a great team to watch oh sorry about the sirens living in a crazy part of toronto <laughs> it's a parkdale life yeah uh, do you mean to yeah so your <laughs> so yeah i think i think phoenix is probably the the team that i'm most confident to say is going to be a new playoff team going into next season yep uh i also had phoenix uh i had i had one other like kind of cute pick but i think the chris paul i don't know i mean i i don't think they missed the playoffs unless he gets injured mm-hmm. um jay does are you also phoenix or do you got somebody else yeah i was i was also gonna say phoenix but i had like two other ones um i don't know i'm, I'm kind of interested to know who your cute pick was but uh it the one team that I'm still kind of down on in the East is is Orlando. I know that, and this is my roundabout way of getting to your answer here, but, you know, Orlando didn't do anything this offseason, and, and they're, the way that they, they kind of run at, I mean, they're they're a below 500 team, so any one of, of Washington, Chicago, Atlanta could leapfrog them. So I'm going to go with the Hawks for this answer. Um, you know, I, I don't love how their team looks. I mean, you know, the, kind of like the same reasons why I was, I was hating on, on, on Brooklyn's lack of defense, uh, I guess kind of applies here to Atlanta, but at the same time, they did kind of improve their defense. So they've kind of plugged a lot of holes there and the way that their team looks now with, with Trey young kind of leading the charge there and, and Bogdanovich there and, you know, Gallinari there. And, you know, I, I really liked, I don't know, this is more of as, as, as an aside here, but, I was really hoping the Raptors would pick up Chris Dunn. The fact that he ended up on Atlanta is, is, you know, kind of a good pickup for them there. And then we forget that, you know, despite John Collins being the starting power forward and, um, you know, missing a portion uh, of the season last season, last year, there's Clint Capella there. We haven't even seen Clint Capella play for the Hawks. So like they're, they're no. pretty 
solid team um, that I think is, you know, maybe they're they're not going to be world beaters at all, but in the East that you don't need to be just to even get in. So I think that mm-hmm. they could uh, possibly, they have the enough pieces there to sneak in. Yeah, no, I think that the Hawks are, are, are super intriguing. And, you know, even if you think about like Hunter and Reddish um, and, and Trey and their like respective ages, they've been through some NBA suffering. And I mean, I, I feel like as far as like the, the eight missing teams, fans are going, are, we're, we're up for some serious surprises because mm. pl- a lot can happen to a player in, you know, a couple months, let alone a year and a half. Um, you know, who, who's to say how good, um, yeah, like Levine is now or, uh, or, or what have you. But my cutesy answer was actually Charlotte. Um, and and only, because, oh. I, only because I think that uh, LaMelo is going to have an easier, like, start like, transition uh, into the league than Lonzo. Um, just from like an offensive uh, standpoint. And I think that we're going to have this hilarious uh, short-lived narrative of, whoa, maybe the Hayward contract is actually not that bad. And, <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, Michael Jordan knows. Oh, my, hey, you saw the last dance, Michael Jordan knows. And it's going to be like, they finish in 10th and then win two games, get to the eighth and then get like destroyed. And then everyone's going to be like, Oh my God, that Hayward contract is insanely bad. <laughs> so, uh, no, but I, I think they have some players too. Like, I think they're, um, uh, I, th- I think Devontae Graham is like, you know, could very well be one of those guys who, in you know, Washington made it to the bubble and, and Charlotte didn't. But I think Charlotte could have had, they could have done what Phoenix did or not exactly that like level of success against the rest of the league. But I think in the East, they could have had a similar ripple. Um, I might just be too confident in, in Charlotte. And maybe if I watch them more, I'll be like a little, a little less confident in Charlotte, but um, well, anyone could have done better than what Washington did in the bubble. So maybe they could have. Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> like Washington didn't really show up. And, you know, I love how no, none of us picked Washington as a, <laughs> as a, as a chance. We're like, Oh, Wallace, you know, they, they have some optimism, but we're all like, nah, nah, not Washington. Come on now. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's do this last uh, NBA question here. Um, Jay, I'm going to stick with you. Uh, oh yeah. And it's just kind of like a league pass. Uh, type question uh who's your who's your favorite kind of like non all-star to watch like as a player you know you tune in you know they haven't made an all-star game yet but uh you're getting like your full entertainment's worth watching them uh, I, I hate to say this because, you know, I like to spring surprises onto people about like names we haven't heard in a while but I'm going to go back to someone that we've already talked about I am very entertained by Rhonda Hollis Jefferson and is he has no all-star potential. I'm sorry, but I, love it. <laughs> I, I was, I was, you know, my, my answer was kind of spoiled earlier, but like whenever he touches the ball, it is absolute entertainment. And, uh, you know, sign me up for that 48 minutes of every game, especially now that he's with the T rules, that'll be highly entertaining. Please. I, I, I would, I would pay league pass for, for 48 minutes of that um, gong show. That's that's a great answer. And hundred percent, like you might be frustrated, but when you watch a game and Rondé's in it, 
you're entertained straight up. Like he's, oh yeah, you see, he's part of so many of the best moments um, uh, in, in, in last year's season. And I know, you know, I guess uh, a lot of analytics would say that Nurse was right to, to not play him in that Boston series. But I just, I don't know. There's a part of that. He has a, he has a spark, uh, it, you know, for a player. But I guess, yeah, the, the shooting's just too bad and spacing. But, um, yeah, who's your guy, Anthony? Well, you, you already know the answer to this. I think, oh, you, I right. think you know. Of course. Sorry, I should. It is the elder sibling to LaMelo Ball, Lonzo Ball. He's my, he's my guy, you know, I, uh, I don't know why I support him and stand him so hard. Like it really makes no sense. Um, (laughs) you got to die on weird Hills. That's part of it. But I think like, and now that he has like a year under his belt with Zion, not that Zion played a ton of games, but to be able to develop like the, the passing chemistry with him. Like, I think we're going to see a lot of like just amazing alley-oops. They're just, they're going to like, they're going to yeah. crush some, some teams. Like they I have Republicans are going to be really exciting. Yeah. They have good players. And now that they have Steven Adams, like I'm, I'm very interested to see what the pick and roll game looks like with um, new Orleans. And yeah, of course they lost Drew holiday, who was also like really an integral part of their team. And he brought a lot of defense to this lineup. Um, I'm still going to be watching those Lonzo ball games. Hey, watch those Lonzo Ball games. Um, don't watch those Lamelo Ball games. Um, <laughs> stay on your brand, man. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm kind of caught between two people. Um, mm. One, it's just because he doesn't play that much. Um, is is uh, uh, is Boban Marjanovic? Oh, well, I was going to say him too. I was going to say him. That's just that. Okay, and it's and there to me. It's not even like a gawking thing. It's like a you expect him to be less skilled than he is. And mm. I think it's like he reminds me of like weird wrestling reference, but he reminds nice. me of the big show. When Definitely. I used to watch the big show where it's like this guy's so ridiculously big, but he can kind of do somersaults and he can I don't know, he's a bit more dexter. He's a bit more dexter than he should be. That's it. But I think I think it's why I like watching him. Um, and very entertaining personality. You rang, you know, yeah. like all of, it, oh. all of his fun Boban around the Goban. Uh, yeah, he's the guy. His, he's the guy. Is his uh, his brotherhood with Tobias Harris like? Yes, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah very exactly. entertaining. He got his ass kicked in John Wick. Yeah, I was going like, to say that too. Yeah, <laughs> totally. He's, he's he's a good dude. Also, yeah. I I have one more guy. Just quick shout out to Brandon Clark of Vancouver. He's a big time hustle guy. I really loved watching his um his last uh, NCAA tournament run with Gonzaga. He's got massive hops and gets some pretty killer blocks for like not being a is too much of a physical specimen. Uh, yeah, he's he's going to have a big season. I think Brandon Clark. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like the, my, my other one was also a, a Canadian player, but I feel like Boban based on your guys' reaction is, is the right answer. <laughs> the other one, cause it's just, I haven't watched him long enough, but I was definitely really excited by Lou Dort. Um, mm. Just to have like, just, I don't know. That was a bit of a different style of Canadian player. Like, like almost like a tough OG 
you're not going to get past me perimeter guard. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't have a ton of memory of those style of guys for Canadian players, but um, yeah, I think, I think we made it to quickish questions. Uh, what do you guys say? You want to fire off some dumb questions or what? Let's get dumb. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Maddie, please. Good sir. Hit me with that quickish question. Stay. Quickish question. Okay, I kind of timed that one out. Um, okay, let me just find. Looking for my quickest questions here, guys. Do uh, do. Okay, here we go. Um, so, uh, Jay, uh, since you're new, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how this works. Even though I explain it every time, regardless. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read off these questions as quick as I can. I stutter, I slur, I'm probably going to mistake a comma. Uh, I might have a stroke mid-sentence. That's okay. You have to answer as fast and as clearly as possible. Uh, you can't phone a friend. No delaying. Matt, my eyes are on you. Please, fair enough, sir. fair enough. got to answer quick, okay? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, if we're all ready, let's, uh, let's do this, Matt. Uh, we'll, go, uh, we'll go Anthony J. Uh, Anthony J. Matt. Okay. Uh, Anthony. Yes. What is your favorite NBA GIF from the bubble? GIF? GIF? Did I say it wrong? Shit. No, uh, no. I don't know. I don't know if I have one. Uh, A pass for now. A pass on the GIF. It was too intense of a question. Yeah. I don't Um, know. uh, I'll, I'll just throw in the OG3. Or the Kawhi finger block. Okay. Um, Jay, um, who taught Nate Robinson how to box? <laughs> uh, some homeless guy off the street <laughs> who had about four drinks too many. Fair. Matt, mm-hmm. um, does Nick Batum, uh, just picked up by the Clippers, still have game? Does he have anything left? Yes. Cheers. <laughs> Anthony, how insulted is Lowry that we're out of the top 10 power rankings? I'd say incredibly insulted. This is this happens every year, though. You know, you think you think that I think Kyle would probably be used to it by now. But after putting together some back to back solid playoff performances and a championship, you got to put them in the top 10. Nope. They're out of the top 10, baby. Um, Jay, over, under on fights this year with Len and Baines up front? I would say combined. Yeah, like, yeah. And we'll say a fight is anything that's like, um, like, you know, beyond a scuffle. Like, not necessarily a swing, but like getting in someone's face. Over three and a half. Yeah. For sure. I think uh, together, too, they'll be, they might fight each other. Um, Matt. Yes. Uh, what part of his game do you think sh- uh, Siakam should work on the most? Um, oh, dear. Um, I think it's threes. It's threes. Okay. Keep working on those threes. Top of the break threes, corner threes. Do them all. Uh, okay. Last question. 
This uh, is the, is an all play. Um, it has absolutely nothing to do with basketball. Um, oh. fa- favorite bug. What is your favorite bug, Anthony? Uh, Prey mantis, I guess. Holy crap, I was going to say that. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, wait, are we going to have a Prey mantis sweep? Uh, Matt, what's your favorite bug? Um, I'm not going to say the Prey mantis. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say wow. those, those eyebrows that, uh, scoot across your floor and you want to like oh, vomit when you no, see them no. <laughs> I those oh those my wife says they're like, they're your friends they eat everything that are in the walls so I, <laughs> I've learned to respect them but those yeah those eyebrow uh, bugs termites mate Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Matt's like deck is just falling apart like, these eyebrows are they're my friends <laughs> oh god I don't know about you guys but I just got a bunch of Eugene Levies running around and my house is a-okay <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I was also actually going to say, um, like centipedes or whatever, because somebody told me they ate, they eat like bed bugs or they eat anything that could be bad. They eat. Yeah. Those, the, the house ones, right? The ones that, uh, yeah, the house like centipedes. Yeah. Um, also I feel <laughs> someone told me they live for three to five years and I was like, oh my God, what if, oh fuck, they're gross. They're so gross. That's scary. Oh. Uh, okay. On that, on that weird bug, uh, question, <laughs> uh, that weird note, uh, we made it to the end of the pod. Uh, thanks so much guys. I uh, appreciate you both doing the pod and, and thanks to everyone for listening. Um, Jay, is there, is there anything uh, you got going on, uh, or coming up that you want to plug? Um, no, I already mentioned the 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 latest on the the, the East Conference Eastern Conference um, preview that I've got up on Raptors HQ. Um, our our podcast that's a wrap. We typically record every Friday, so you can look it up for those on Saturday mornings. And uh, other than that, I'm just looking forward to three weeks from now when we get some games going. Thanks for having yeah. me on. Oh man, thanks for being on. Yeah, everyone, check out uh, that's a wrap and uh, and Jay's most recent article for Raptors HQ for sure. Uh, uh, Anthony, what's up? You got uh, you got anything coming up? Um, nothing too crazy. Um, during the pandemic, I started uh, my own little podcast with my buddy Martin Bennett. Uh, it's called Book It Vince. It's a fantasy match booking wrestling podcast. So <laughs> shout out to Freddie for making that uh, big show reference. It really uh, got the juices going for me. <laughs> So if you yeah, like oh, wrestling, you. if you if you like uh, fantasy matchups of wrestlers who will never wrestle each other, you want to hear two super fans just talk about it, uh, check us out. Book at Vince on all your favorite pod catchers. Cool. Right on. Check that out, peeps. Um, well, Matt, yeah, that, that takes us to the end of the episode. You know, everyone share, subscribe, all that, all that good stuff. Um, hit us up, you know, if you, if you want to toque or whatever. 